Callum, the yeah. two of us on Monday got to film a music video for Mattia, Fresh's very own Mattia. Hey, this yeah. is the high life. Yeah. Davo, we're in music videos now. <laughs> yes, yeah, Davo, the high life. We were lucky enough to be zombies in a horde. So. Yeah, nice. So you're so, not quite Black China we're, we're, or something. We were, no, no. Yeah, we were um, <laughs> twerking we're, in the background. So we were extras, and there were quite a few times the director would point us out and be like, hey, guys, can you um shuffle off to the left a little bit? Mm. Uh, right behind that guy, the tall guy. Yeah, just yeah. put, over, put yeah. you over there. So we were extras. We had our CGI makeup on to look like... Boils, sores, yeah, you know, no lesions. CGI involved. It yeah, was just was, makeup. Thank you. Oh, well, I, <laughs> mean, I, CGI. I was actually just going to say as well. Like you guys went out all weekend, so I'm assuming they didn't have to do much to your no. faces. <laughs> nah. Yeah, that was the ongoing joke of the day. It was a rough weekend. Uh, so it was quite a long shoot though, and I ended up having to jet off a bit early because I had uh, rowing training. Because I um, I'm coaching rowing at the moment for year sevens and on Mondays year eights as well. So. I, I, ju- I jet off, I get to rowing training, and I'm, I'm rocking up as the kids are rocking up. So I've had no time to take any of this makeup off. Yeah, you like, hate attention. Absolutely do. <laughs> Couldn't find a tap on the way. No, I was Drink in the car. A wet wipe. <laughs> there was none of these things. I've got all these, like, gashes on my face, dark eyeliner. Straight, I straight up just look horrible. I've got this, like, big bite mark on my neck as well. Looks like a massive hickey from the weekend. Yeah. Like, Once Callum. again, yeah. wild weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, Callum, crazy weekend. So, uh, yeah, I get there as the kids start rocking up. And uh, being the curious young men they are, they started asking me stuff like, what, what happened? Like, you know, why, why do you look like this? What's, what's going on? And being the horrible person I am, I've told him a little porky pie. And I've said, oh, look, boys, I actually had a, had a really bad accident on the way here. Yeah. And then they started asking me, like, what happened? What was, what was the accident? What happened? I told him I um I tripped over a rogue seagull and fell. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, that's good. That's the sort of dad gear that you'd whip out and yeah, they would have loved absolutely. it. Absolutely. Uh, but like to my surprise, because I know these boys, right? They are no um they're no saints. Let's leave it mm, at that. Yeah. They were actually they actually seemed quite remorseful. Right. Of empathetic. Me. Yeah, a little Weird. empathetic. Um, asking me if I'm okay and whatnot. And uh, um, it got to a point where I felt so bloody guilty. I just had to tell them. But <laughs> they... Boys, don't worry about me. Think about the seagull. Yeah. Well, I felt guilty because they asked. They started asking me how was the seagull. <laughs> yeah. So you bloody scared them, didn't you? Yeah, I scared the hell out of him. <laughs> one kid actually looked like he was on the brink of tears. Yeah, oh, you would be. It was disgusting. <laughs> we looked like we'd oh, come yeah. out of the grave. It was proper zombie makeups. We looked foul. Yeah. <laughs> it did not. It was not nice. Uh, so I've scared the hell out of him and uh, it was a lot of fun but then I had to tell him the truth I had to mm. break it to him because you know we had to get training and I couldn't deal with this all day yeah it's and so fun kids are so gullible and it's so fun when you get them don't you reckon yeah did you, <laughs> did you start admitting can I ask did you start admitting though that it was fake when everything started peeling off was that the go <laughs> Sir, your face is falling off. Maybe your take a break from coaching. <laughs> Have some water. Some kid recommends. Hey, it would have been a ex- good excuse to just pull a sickie that yeah, day. Yeah. Hey. We've got Lisa from Seaford Rise on the line. Lisa, how'd you scare the kids? Yeah, hi, guys. So um, what I do, we're pranksters, pranksters in our house. So I have um, a doll that belonged to my great-great-grandmother. My kids call her Annabelle. So from time to time, yeah. I'll be in my bedroom getting ready and the doll just appears. So... This particular uh, day, I just thought, right, revenge is sweet. So um, I started with my daughter. So she'd been, she was in the shower and I rearranged her bed and the doona and the pillows and everything and laid underneath all of that. And so she'd come out of the shower and just 
pulled it back and it was like she hated me after. <laughs> oh, no. I love no. the psychological thing. I've started with my daughter. Yeah. I've put them yeah. <laughs> the dolls are no good, Absolutely. though. Lisa, that's good for you. Yeah, the, yeah. the dolls are scary. My grandma has a heap and uh, not fun whenever I stay over there. Let's head over to Cheltenham with Smurf. Smurf, how'd you scare the kids? So when I was 18, I was leaving for work and my front door cut off my fingertip. And Jeez. every now and then, when we have a guest come over who doesn't know, I pull the fingertip out the freezer and scare him. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's gruesome. You kept it in the freezer. How long have you had it for? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a fun little joke. How long have you had it for, my the fingertip? Um... Well, I'm 25 now for so seven years. Oh, that's a bit of fun, isn't it? Yes. Has <laughs> anyone a party? Anyone mistaken it for a chip or something? Got no, 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 no. It's in a container. It's nobody else knows where it <laughs> is in the freezer. Do you put a label on it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, Smurf's know, fingertip yeah. labelled in the freezer. Do not no eat. No one enjoyed that chat more than you, Callum, honestly. <laughs> hey, we've got Jessica from Upper Sturt on the line. Jessica, how'd you scare the kids? Um, so I like to, when we're in the car ultimately and they're playing up, I've told them that the, the hazard light button's an eject button. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's so a So ultimately, yeah, if they're playing up, I'm like, don't make me eject you out the car. I've got the button here and they're pretty good about it. That's ultimate fear. They're like, oh, no, they, they pull Jessica, their head in pretty quickly. Have you ever, have you ever like, pressed the button for a minute and be like, the countdown's on? No, I haven't, no. Oh, My no. seven-year-old boy now is starting to test me on it. I think he would like me to try and eject him out. <laughs> so I don't know how much longer this is going to work. You know, another classic one is saying that the police will get you if the light's on inside. You know, that would always, yes. you'd always say that to kids as well. Yes, yeah. yes. All right, Jessica, you're going to have to start thinking of some more ways to see your kids before you oh, yeah, figure out the hazards. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to get creative now. <laughs> Now, we did have another caller on the line. Her name was Beth. And yeah. all I could see in the description was she tricked her child into thinking they were deaf. Oh. <laughs> She's pretending you're... Yeah, yeah. That is brutal. Come on now. You're listening to Dave O'Tom and Callum, the podcast. Well, hot dog. Hot diggity dog. A hot dog-related story. A turf war that's happened in San Diego in America that's resulted in a little bit of violence between two hot dog vendors. Mm, turf good. wars. Yeah, they're yeah. not good, are they? So pretty much you can imagine those sort of portable hot dog vendors you see in America, you see in the movies, they've got them scattered around like LA a hot dog and stand. San Diego. Yeah, a hot dog stand. Because there's no chairs there, right? Yeah, God. I thought the cringe jokes would have stopped with hot dog at the start of this break. No, no, no. They're going to be going all day. So pretty much two hot dog vendors from LA have gone down to San Diego to perch up their little business. And they've Mm. got into a fight. And it's undisclosed what the fight was about. But it's resulted in one of them being stabbed. Oh, I mean, what about hot dogs? Could you take that seriously? That would end in a stabbing. They probably weren't relishing that situation. (laughs) Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. Like, yeah, would it be an ingredient-based thing? Or maybe one of them asking, hey, can I borrow some onions? Can I borrow some mustard? Yeah, maybe one had the better corner than the other. Yeah. Yeah. More business. Could be a location thing. But police had to get involved and use pepper spray to detain them and separate the fight. That would be the worst. That's in- yeah, can you put it on the hot dog? That looks great. 
Yeah. <laughs> or even just like he walks over, he's like, let me be frank. Yeah. Yeah. Man just hates hot dog puns. Probably because it's interesting you say that, David, because the fight was between a 21-year-old who's gone to custody for this and an older person. Maybe the young the young Jack's just doing all the hot dog puns. Yeah. Old yeah. man's just sick of it, being around the puns he, for 30 years. He must, have, he must have been on a roll. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'll kill you for that one. He literally went over there and he said... I must ask you a question. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's not good. Then like, yes, in the game, the puns will ruin you. Do you think you're better than me? And then yeah. they just go from there. Yeah. Like. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I get older. The Dave O'Tom and Callum podcast stays the same age. I'm sure you guys remember it. Do you remember Avatar, the hit movie that came out 2009 with the yeah. blue people? The blue and people, yeah. It was, you know, the, the, the other James film. Cameron feature-length film, not to be confused with the cartoon Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, James Cameron, blue people movie. It ripped off Pocahontas a little bit. Yeah, Lara Bingle's <laughs> husband. Yeah, Sam Worthington was in it. But hey, James Cameron is intending to do several more movies in the franchise. And the next one actually comes out next month. There's a lot of hype around it, considering it's doing heaps of special effects. It's a really, really expensive project. Yeah, we've got a little grab from the trailer. This is our home! What the hell was that? <laughs> producer Alex, what did you grab us? I know that. The thing is, is that producer Alex is so passionate about this movie that he wouldn't see anything wrong with that grab. <laughs> no. I guess I guess it sort of resembles what the movie's about, kind of, abstractly. But yeah, there's a sample from the trailer. There you go. It comes out next month. But yeah. James Cameron's still working on it. It's this not is, finished. This whole project is costing several billions of dollars. Hasn't it taken him Jeez. years and years and years to make this? as well, well How this, l- this is like 13 years ago like yeah pretty well in the making the what last a procrastinator years. big procrastinator <laughs> like who cares that you're trying to secure yourself as one of the best filmmakers of all time and do a great franchise this is taking a long long time so what's he gonna do is he just gonna chuck it up unfinished well, or what ca- apparently Sam Worthington said he's just stuck in New Zealand working on it just adding a few more special <laughs> effects and it's re- imagine be- imagine the pressure when you're in typos high sc- in the credits <laughs> yeah the pressure of being in high school and you haven't done a project it's due the next day Imagine a billion-dollar movie due oh, next month, yeah. and you're like lurked up in New Zealand. <laughs> James Cameron is gonna—he will lose all of his hair. He's gonna be yeah. so stressed by the time this movie comes. He out. may have to live in the ocean as he does. <laughs> he, he's doing ocean exploring and endeavouring, so he has to go down there. I didn't get that. Sorry, yeah. Niche James <laughs> very, Cameron joke. Very niche James Cameron <laughs> reference. It took me a minute to get there. <laughs> he's doing ocean exploration, but hey, it got us thinking about these unfinished projects mm. on the small scale, on the big scale. Yeah. What have you unfinished? I mean, we've got chandeliers at home that we haven't put up in the last 10 years since we started our renovations. They're just sitting on a table somewhere. Yeah, Yeah. you've also had your license since 2015. Yeah. Yes, that is an unfinished project that was brought to light. (laughs) Callum sat there and goes, I don't think I've got any. I'm like, mate, I could think of seven. And then you (laughs) rattled off. You seem to have the ability to rattle off five. You said gardening. Tarot, yeah. uh, your license, your gym membership. Mm-hmm. So there was quite a few there, a few little hobbies I've just unfinished. I have famously only learnt four chords on the guitar. And, oh, and yeah. how good are those four chords? They're when you great. learn the four you know chords, you don't need to learn anymore, so you just keep going. There's a whole band, the four-chord syndicate yeah. or whatever they a are, and of, they keep playing them. A lot of songs only take four chords, so you yeah. might be all right. You might be finished. Well, it's got me through the last 20 years. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm in a similar boat to you. I started writing an album a couple years years ago and I did like four songs and then uh, that was sort of it 
I mean, yeah, you can sort of press her as a concept album, and if anyone asks, just say, hey, I'm just working on it. I'm an artist. It'll take several years. Now, I know there's plenty of unfinished projects out there in Adelaide, of course. Renovations is a classic one. Surely. Surely. Mm. Unfinished paint jobs, the chandeliers I've got. Maybe Maybe it's a shed you're building. Working on a car or a motorbike. Maybe your husband hasn't um, reached his potential either, you know? (laughs) Plenty of unfinished projects here in Adelaide. Someone takes in, I sat on finishing a remix I wanted to create for two years. I finally got around to finishing it in September this year. I could have finished it a lot earlier, but Siebs. Hey, congratulations. Nice. Well done. You well, got there. That's all that matters. Love Amazing. to hear the remix. We got morning, guys. This is a joke because I'm a courteous lover. I keep promising to let my wife finish during cuddle time. <laughs> yeah, it was a cheap gag, but <laughs> hey. Someone, someone had to. Someone had to. Yeah, good this on you, one mate. here. I have an unfinished painting of Jesus I was doing for a relative. Haven't added any hair or beard, so currently looks like I'm holding a painting of Dr. Evil. <laughs> Relatives come over. Hey, you're just a massive Austin Powers mega fan. There's no issue with that. Don't be embarrassed. Hey, this this text built a 600 litre glass front turtle enclosure out the back of my house, but it leaks, so it sits empty for now. My turtle has to live in a proxy 50 litre tank. We'll finish it properly for him one day. Oh, uh, that poor turtle. Poor turtle. Poor turtle. Finish that project. Get Call that. the RSPCA. <laughs> You're listening to Dave Tom and Callum, the podcast. So this chicky babe, Tessa Bonner from Melbourne, she's making some bold claims about the contraceptive pill. Now, the contraceptive pill is a rough trot. You fellas wouldn't quite understand because, you know, mm. men have it easy. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, we yeah, don't. Yeah, what do you got to say? Well, it's nothing. Like, go on. <laughs> well, it yeah. seems annoying to take all the time. Yeah, it would yeah. be. No. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's really supportive and lovely of you guys. Um, but, yeah, so she's basically come out and said uh, that she's – she was taking the pill since she was 15. She's now 30 and she's yeah. decided to go off the pill and she reckons that it's now made her no longer attracted to men. I got off the pill last year. Boom. Lesbian. Oh. <laughs> Well, and she's, yeah, super thrilled about right. it as well. What a new scientific discovery! You can turn lesbian like that. Did you just get off the pill? Jeez, I, I hope not. Callum, Callum, we could be in some strife. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying to Callum off air as well that yeah, you could be in some strife because you know he's already created his pool quite small. You can only do three kilometer radius from his house. Yeah, so yeah. I drive. Yeah, because you, you said the... you like to walk to your lady conquests. Well, yeah, I can't drive, so I can't go that far. So nice walking's better from yeah. the walk. From the walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, of course. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she reckons that going off the pill has now made her no longer attracted to men. She's now got a lovely girlfriend. But I'm worried that this is going to open up for other people. I mean, you know, what's next? You could take a Valium and you want to marry a dolphin. Or, yeah. you know. <laughs> but also, it could also create some great things in the world because, you know, maybe if you're not having much luck with one sex, then maybe you could go to the other. Hell yeah. Davo, it seems like maybe you should get off the pill then. Excuse me? <laughs> what does that sort of mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Davo, Tom and Callum, the podcast. So Port Adelaide has been splashed with some razzle-dazzle recently. Mm. Now, and when I say razzle-dazzle, I mean a giant super yacht that looks slick as all hell. Yeah, yeah this mm. thing's nuts. I'm looking at it now. Uh, there's a picture on uh, on Facebook here. Worth $110 million, this thing. Crazy, yeah. isn't it? Iron it- Man's in town, it seems. <laughs> a very rich, rich person is amongst us. So this giant yacht, it's um, known as Satori. 
yeah. you said, 110 million. It arrived on Friday the 18th, and it's said to be here in Port Adelaide until December 8th. What on earth is yeah. he doing here? Well, as I said to you off air, he's getting a schnitzel at the Lighthouse Wharf. Surely. Because he's not an idiot. <laughs> yeah, the best schnitzels in town. Like, why wouldn't you? It's interesting that he's come to Adelaide, though, and like, there's so much hype that this mega yacht has come here. Because, of course, if this were to happen in Sydney, no one bats an eyelid. No, here in Adelaide, no. it creates, it's, it's on the news, we're talking about it, people are going down to take photos with yeah. it. Like, I would be worried to leave a super yacht. I mean, where's it going to go? Like, But you would be worried that some colourful well, character yeah. from Port Adelaide is going to go jump go, on there. Try and hotline sure. the yeah. super yacht. Yeah. <laughs> No, Take but, it out into international waters. Yeah. No laws, baby. So this yacht, it takes $10 million to run every single wow. year. Jesus. 10 mil. Yeah. It's, it's got uh, 63 metres in length, 12 cabins, six for guests and six for staff. So you're saying there's room on this yacht if we get an invite somehow? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe we should go hang around Port Adelaide. Uh, we're low and slow. We could hang around there. Hey, it's some plenty of great the places lighthouse. around there we can get a feed and just then loiter around until whoever rich Iron Man character comes up and says, hey, do you want to hop on? Have mm. a look? Surely. <laughs> I think it's so funny that Adelaide doesn't get this razzle-dazzle that often and no. that we are all so enthused by it. Yeah, I was just uh, I'm looking at this picture of it on Facebook and one of these comments here is amazing. Someone commented on it and said the captain was mixed up, was told Cape Town, South Africa and ended up in South Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Put down the mic. What's in the podcast? What's in the podcast? Dave Tom and Callum, the podcast. Gustav is the name of a notorious Nile crocodile from Burundi. He's thought to be around six metres long, this bloke, and he weighs close to a ton. Wow. So it's like the jaws of crocodiles almost. Mm. Yeah, almost. Very similar. Um, so he's, they reckon he might be the biggest croc in Africa. And he's been around for several Several decades. Yeah, you can um, really rack up your your timestamp and your numbers over that sort of time. Oh well, he has he has racked up his numbers, but not in the way you think. He's um he's managed <laughs> to have eaten three hundred people. Wow, three hundred. That's a lot. Allegedly, hey. allegedly, you know, that's rumored, but they reckon around the three hundred mark. Do you think he's like really traveling around so much that? You know, he's got to different places where people... Like, I, I'm just saying, like, surely people know not to go in the water if he's in one sort of section well, that's, of the uh, Nile. Why that, are 300 people dead? Don't they, go in the water if Gustav is in there <laughs> and he's living around for decades. So, yeah. like, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of people that live around his island habitat, but, like, the, when he eats most people is when he leaves his island habitat to look for a mate. Touristing? Yeah, yeah. When, <laughs> so, he's, when he's out on the prowl, that's when people are really copping it. Yeah, okay, right. Well, they do say never smile at a crocodile, and I I reckon that absolutely applies in this situation. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, the, he's old mate, he, right? He's got at least three bullet holes in him from hunters trying to kill him. Uh, teams of scientists and hunters have tried for years to capture him. They aren't able to. Um, and one of these capture attempts led by French crocodile hunter Patrice Fay, <laughs> uh, they got this huge cage, right? Like this yeah. massive cage. It's like half dipped in the water, half out of the water. And they were, they, were, they were putting in bait and, like, chucking in, like, blood into the water to try and yeah. lure them in. Nothing was working. So, like, oh, we're going to have to... We're going to have to try and get some live bait. Here's a little grab. Since Gustav doesn't seem to be interested in simple slabs of meat, the scientists decide to install live bait for the first time. 
They've just I, tied up a whole bloody goat into this cage. And what, Gustav? Uh, look, if he's been around for decades, this bloke knows what's going on. He's seen every trick in the book. Are you seeing that livestock and going, uh-uh, <laughs> I'm not going in there. Well, I'm just going to trot on land to find a mate and get some food there. Davo, he did. <laughs> he's he's no. gone. One dark, stormy night, Gustav has gone into this cage taken the live bait and then come they've the, the scientists and hunters have come back the next morning bait's gone and the cage is like fully submerged underwater with no sign of Gustav of course because he's a wild beast that can't be tamed <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to Davo Tom and Callum the podcast Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Wrong, 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 wrong. It's a total fabrication. You're wrong. That is not the correct answer. Davo, Tom and Cullen presents You Gotta Get It Wrong on Fresh 92.7. God, it's You Gotta Get It Wrong. (laughs) Our hit, hit game where, of course, you have 13 seconds to answer five questions incorrectly. Now, we're on a bit of a losing streak. Yeah, we are. Don't make us punish ourselves either because we end up whipping ourselves if you guys get it wrong too. <laughs> Callum gets 50 lashes yeah, per loss. The cat of nine tails. I get my shirt off every time you lose and I start pounding myself for a good solid hour. So please don't do it to me. Let's win this. Can I just say, I really think we need a live camera on Callum's face when we do this show because every now and then he has a moment of panic and it's the funniest thing you'll ever see. We, we take turns, like, introducing the segment. I thought you were going to take it and then you looked at me and I was like, oh, so... <laughs> but let's get into it. Let's get into it. we got our contestants. We're on a bit of a losing streak. Let's win this one. Yeah, let's head over to Allenby Gardens with Lauren. Lauren, are you ready to get it wrong this morning? I'm ready. You beauty. All right, take us away, Davo. All right. Who's beating Australia in the World Cup? Julie Gillard. Who is the Muffin Man? Uh, dog. What's my nickname? Sophie. Where doesn't the where's, where doesn't the sun shine? <laughs> Sorry, that was my fault. No. Ah! All right. You Lauren, killed it, Davo. We're, giving, oh. we're giving you another chance here. All right, yeah. Look, I'm reading um, Callum's dodgy questions dodgy here. Questions. Oh, don't blame Callum. I am. There's sample questions. So They're what fine. are we doing, Tom? We're doing. We're, Lauren's having another go. Next set of questions. Go. Oh, God. All right. Sorry, Lauren. Who, okay. <laughs> who owns the super yacht in Port Adelaide? My mum. Name a Socceroos player. Julia Gillard. What's in Lemonade. Coke. Where are the kangaroos from? America. What day of the week is it? Tuesday. <laughs> she, she bloody did it. Nice, she nice. <laughs> bloody did it. Lauren, congratulations. You got us back on the winner's Thank list. You. <laughs> That's all you too, Lauren. There, yeah. was a, there was some sabotage from Davo there. How do you, are you a bit filthy on her for that? Yeah, I'm very angry. No, right. Lauren, you're yeah. not. Come Good on, on you, Lauren. No, I'm, I'm angry at it too. Thank you so much. <laughs>